Hey, this is Beth from the Gun Blog Variety Cast reminding y'all that this podcast is a member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Check out all the other great podcasts at selfdefenseradio.net. You're listening to the Remzo Republic. Welcome to the one, the only Remso Republic podcast. I'm your host, as always, Remso W. Martinez. Follow me on Twitter at Remso101. That's R-E-M-S-O-101. I'm broadcasting you from the one and only Commonwealth of Virginia, coast to coast. Great to have you with us. All those old listeners, you guys rock as always. Want to give a special shout out to our friends over at Auto Radio, LRN-FM, and Deplorable Radio. You guys rock listening to us in the red-eye hours. For new listeners, I've got kind of a mission that we try and do here at the Remster Republic. It's ultra cheesy, kind of a ripoff, but ultimately gets straight to the point. It's very simple. I'm going to go ahead and say it twice. It's making freedom fun again. Not bad, right? Making freedom fun again. What we want to do is we want to talk about economic liberty, personal liberty, limited government, the ability for you to do you as long as you don't hurt people or take their stuff and use government as a violent middleman. And we have fun in the process. So welcome back. For old listeners, it's kind of a reward because if you've been with me for a while, you'll kind of get where I'm coming from more. New listeners, you came into an awesome episode. I say that all the time, but this one kind of has a special place in my heart because we're talking about a topic that I feel we can finally close out. A chapter we can end, a book we could put away, a film we could say we finally watched. This is it because I don't want to talk about it again, ever. I might break that promise. I might bring it up in a future episode, but for the most part, this is it. I want to end the chapter of Never Trump in my life. Now, for those of you that have been hanging around for a while, you're like, oh my gosh, Repso, you're a Trumpster. No. And then for my Never Trump friends who, you know, I I was hanging around with for a while, you're like, well, Repso, where are you going with this? A lot of you have been upset with some of my sponsors. A lot of you have been upset with the nice things I've been saying. A lot of you have said that I've had a shift in tone. Well, here's the thing, and I said this with a season three premiere way back in July. It's not good enough to be anti-Trump. You have to be pro-liberty. When he does something good, celebrate him. When he does something that needs to be called out, bring it up. But for the most part, if we're continually pro-freedom, that means we have to be willing to say, okay, you know what? Put my gripe aside. This is what's looking out for the betterment of our country. A lot of you know, I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I was as never Trump as they came. I thought we were going to have nothing but, you know, zombie apocalypses and Ebola outbreaks and World War III and all that jazz breaking out. But so far, I'm really digging this. And if he just keeps doing what he's doing right now, what, what, what excuse will I have not to vote for him? We see how the Democrats are. We see a lot of the, you know, frail spines Republicans that aren't doing anything, even though conservatives and libertarians and people that want better their lives are saying go for it. I want to go ahead and talk a little bit more about that. Why never Trump, frankly, it, it needs to end. 
because it's no longer just, oh, we're opposing him because he's doing this. No, it's, you're just opposing him just because you don't like him and you want you would rather see everything burn other than him succeed and us succeed in the process. But I'm not going to be the only one to talk about that. Ladies and gentlemen, you've seen her on the live show. She's over at MAGA Nationwide. Stephanie Idle. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on the program. It's great to have you back. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, Stephanie, for a little background for our listeners, you know, you, you were in a different place than me back in 2016. You, you voted for Donald Trump. You were a little bit hesitant during the primaries, but ultimately, you know, you, you supported him. You voted for him in terms of the things you expected. He's doing a lot of that. You know, what, what's kind of your journey been and, you know, how did it really take you to where you're at with MAGA Nationwide? So, like I said, yeah, in the beginning, I definitely was not a huge fan of Donald Trump. Um, I come from a family that is full of, um, I guess, more left-minded people. Um, And they, of course, said, of course, you're going to vote Republican no matter who it is. I said, no, not necessarily. I'm going to actually look at who the right option is. Because, frankly, I didn't like what Donald Trump was doing. Um, You know, the media would cut and edit out parts of his speeches where he would say, you know, Mexicans are rapists or ban Muslims. But once I actually woke up and started listening to full speeches of his, I saw that he was pro-America and the parts that they would clip out of his speeches, he'd continue on and explain what he meant by that. But the media never did that. They just made it look like he's saying ban Muslims and Mexicans are rapists. That's not what he said. I mean, he he did say that those words, but then he continued on what he meant by that. And and the people who actually took the time to listen to his speeches heard what he was saying, saw that he was pro-America, pro any immigrants that come here legally, not illegally, and he wants to put America first. So once I woke up to all the lies going on, I read the WikiLeaks with Hillary Clinton, all the disgusting things going on, all the corruption. It really made me look at Donald Trump as someone who actually wants to save America, not only America, but the world as well. Definitely. And, um, you know, this is one of those situations where it's like, I'm glad I'm wrong. I, I'm like, I, I never thought I'd be comfortable saying that. I'm happy I'm <laughs> wrong. I'm happy he put a ba- basically a Scalia clone on the Supreme Court. I'm happy we have Ben Carson at HUD. We have Rick Perry at the EPA. We have Scott Pruitt. Uh, I'm sorry. Rick Perry's at the Department of Energy. Scott Pruitt's at EPA. We have people like Ted Cruz, Rand Paul, Mike Lee doing amazing things in the Senate. We have a House Freedom Caucus that when Trump wants to bring out Obamacare light, they say, no, we said we were going to do an actual repeal and bring in something that actually put out the interests of the people. So Republicans were not this monolithic thing. They will still agree with him when he's not doing something right. But at the same time, we saw a de-escalation of force in Russia. We saw that he passed the Keystone Pipeline. The the freaking national debt went down only by yes. a couple billion dollars, but that thing didn't grow. That thing went down. And then he goes over to the G20 and he's like, if it's not helping my country, if it's giving away our sovereignty, I want nothing to do with it. And I remember, you know, CNN showing the pictures of him drinking a glass of water on his phone, sitting alone at a table while Everyone else is, you know, hobnobbing with the other elites. And they're like, oh, Trump's not part of the club. Of course, he's not going to be part of your globalist scamming club. And thank God for that. I, I honestly think that's and that's why I love him, because he's he can't be bought out. There's no way. I mean, the thing is, that's why everyone's terrified right now. All these the media, the elite establishment, they're scared because they can't 
they can't buy him off. I mean, he's going to do something that's better for America and not for other countries. He's going to save our country and stop worrying about everybody else at this point, which is what we need. Exactly. And I mean, I, I was one of those people. I thought Donald Trump is running because he's doing it as a favor to the Clintons and he's purposely sabotaging himself to allow Hillary Clinton to win. And I, I could say for the record, folks, I no longer believe that. I still don't like like when people say, oh, do, do you regret not voting for Donald Trump? I'll still say no, because, you know, Stephanie, all honesty, I think candidate Trump was a terrible human being. But when mm -hmm. it comes to President Trump, like I'm I'm giving him a thumbs up. I'm wearing yes. the MAGA hat because I told someone if Trump wins and he does a good job, I'll I'll get a MAGA hat. So I bought a, a white MAGA hat to wear for suit from the RNC store. And I went ahead and bought that awesome limited edition black MAGA hat from MAGA Nationwide. And I mean, it's a good time to be wrong, but you know, it's, it's very strange where we're going right now because there's, these are times where conservatives are still kind of iffy about certain things. So I, I'm just curious if you were to give him like a grade, like a, you know, an ABC, D or F, what, what would you give him right now? Um, I'll be honest. I guess I'm probably more biased. Um, I think I'd give him an A. I think that a lot of things he does, people look at as, oh my gosh, he uses Twitter and he needs to stop. I think he does that as a distraction to get things done in office. If everyone's getting all up in arms about some Twitter post he made, he's going in and he's doing work behind the scenes. But people can't sit here and try to stop what he's doing. So I think he uses a lot of things to his, to his advantage. I think that he he says these outrageous things to distract people from what he's really doing. I know I saw something a long time ago that talked about how, um, you know, someone asked if he'd ever run for president. And he said, no, it's a very mean world. I would never want to run. But then he said, if, if I saw things get so bad where I feel like I needed to, that's when I decided to run. And look what he did. I mean, he saw our country going so far downhill that he decided to step in. He was a wealthy man. He could have gone out and vacationed and did whatever he wanted to do. But instead, he decided to help our country, putting his life and his family life at risk. I mean, people want to kill him. They want to kill Trump supporters. So it's kind of a terrifying time to be living right now. Um, you can't openly say who you voted for without getting verbally attacked or even physically attacked. Exactly. Stephanie, we're going to keep this conversation going, but first we're going to go ahead and hit our first commercial break. Folks, you're listening to the Remster Republic. Hang on tight. We'll be back in a moment. Let's make freedom fun again. Join the Remster Republic on Patreon today. Today. Take the show on the go by subscribing to the Rims of the Republic on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, and YouTube. Don't be left out. It's time to shake up your podcast feed, folks, by subscribing to Lions of Liberty, the only libertarian variety show out there. Spend Mondays with me, Mark Clare, as I feature in-depth interviews with great names in the libertarian community and fun roundtable discussions. Electric Liberty Land with me, Brian McWilliams, every Wednesday, your weekly dose of comedy, culture, and liberty. And Felony Fridays with me, John Odermatt, where I expose injustice in the broken criminal justice system. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and at lionsofliberty.com. Hey everyone, the Johnny Rocket Launchpad is Liberty. Each week we strive to bring you the best guests in talk radio. 
The Johnny Rocket Launchpad delivers weekly interviews of noteworthy politicians, experts, and activists. The Johnny Rocket Launchpad is bringing the party to the Libertarian Party and launching ideas in your direction. Check us out at johnnyrocketlaunchpad.com. You can hear me, Kurt Nelson, and the beautiful Heather Nixon talk about the ideas of liberty, rock and roll. Make sure to visit libertarianwingmedia.com where you can find articles written by libertarians all over the world on all of today's issues. Check out our podcast network with monthly and weekly podcasts. Check out our Libertarian t-shirt store with t-shirts like Make Markets Free Again and Make Markets Not War. And you too can become an author at Libertarian Wing Media and write what you want, when you want. Just email alexmerced at alexmerced.com. Thank you very much. So we're going to go ahead and continue our conversation from earlier. Um, Stephanie, you stated why you think the Trump administration thus far deserves an A. Um, I'm going to disagree with that. If I had to give him a letter grade, I'd give him a B minus, a very strong B minus, like a 80% or maybe like a 79.9% C plus range. So I'll say a B minus because ultimately, and I should have expected this with everybody. I probably, you know, I was a big Ted Cruz guy. I really wanted Ted Cruz to be president. I probably wouldn't have given him an A either, though, I, you know, I'm biased because I was a Cruz guy. I probably would have given him an A. But, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, things that matter to me, a libertarian, I'm upset that he appointed Jeff Sessions because I think we're looking backwards when it comes to the war on drugs. Drugs won. That's not a good thing. But at the same time, we need to understand that it's bad to put millions and millions of people in prison for doing nothing other than harming themselves. We need to look at it as a medical issue, not a crime issue. So I think, you know, when it comes to his war on drugs, I think that's wrong. Um, I don't like how he's going after conservatives. They're trying to fix civil asset forfeiture reform, which basically allows the cops to go ahead and charge your car or your house or something random with a crime because that's legal theft. And uh, frankly, you know, I was upset that he wanted to replace Obamacare with basically Obamacare light for a while. Um, he was really mm-hmm. indifferent towards that. So I think he could have easily just done a clean repeal right from the get go. And we wouldn't have had to have been waiting for all this for months. And here's my biggest thing. And I think this is going to take a little bit of our time. I know a lot of Trump supporters who were with them from the very beginning who are upset when it comes to this. I mean, we're in a hundred percent agreement when it comes to this, they voted for Donald. They didn't vote for Ivanka. I'm not a big Ivanka Trump policy person. I'm not saying anything about her as a person. She's a very lovely woman. My girlfriend, Juliana, I mean, she's like her role model. But frankly, I'm not really big into the Democrat policies that Ivanka wants to put in because people don't realize it, but she's a she's a Democrat. Where do you stand when it comes to Ivanka's involvement in the Trump administration? I feel like it's, I mean, you know, obviously I'm definitely not a Democrat. I think that there's a lot of corruption um, when it comes to that side of things. But I think that what she looks at from the Democratic side is the good things 
from the Democratic Party, which is which I think is good for America because there are a lot of Democrats who did vote for Trump and who did like the original policies from the Democratic Party. And so I think if we can kind of implement and work together, it's kind of like working on both sides of the aisles. So it kind of works out that her, you know, she is a businesswoman. She's very successful. She learned from the best. You know, her dad is a very successful person. Um, who knows a lot about business, who knows about the right kind of mindset to be successful. And so, you know, people may not agree with everything, but that's the beauty of America is that we can all kind of disagree. But at the end of the day, we need to do things and implement things into policies that are going to work for every person and not just one group of people. Because when it comes to the healthcare, I mean, everybody who could afford it before couldn't afford it anymore. And everybody who didn't have health insurance got health insurance. So the hardworking Americans could no longer go to the doctor when they needed to because they could not afford health care. They'd be, they'd be paying an arm and a leg. Um, so I think in that way, it, it, it does, although I would not agree with everything, like I said, another party might, might want to implement, but it's going to better America as a whole and not just one group of people. Apart from just, you know, the, the health care stance, and obviously, I mean, she saw the flaws in Obamacare, but she still wanted to essentially, you know, she wanted to keep the mandate and things like that. Um, you know, one, one big problem I have is that I do not support the idea of, you know, employee-based mandatory maternity leave. Because if that ends up going through, and that's something that Ivanka has really supported, that creates mm -hmm. one of the largest entitlement programs under a Republican administration. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing I disagree with as well. I think that, I mean, I do feel that as a woman, you know, you are obviously giving birth and doing things like that. But I mean, I think there are certain time you get in, you get out because they have to find someone to cover your job while you're on maternity leave. So I think that there's I don't like that either. I don't like that there's benefits being given out, that kind of thing. I do think that having, you know, it's like being unemployed, a 60% pay while you're on maternity leave to take care of your child, get back to work. You don't need to be taking off a whole year unless you want to quit your job and come back later. That's something completely different. But there is someone doing your job while you're out of work. They can't just hold your place forever. Exactly. And I mean, I, I've seen people, I mean, the media, the fake stream media, they're going after Donald Jr. They're going after Jared Kushner. And mm -hmm. their biggest thing is, oh, his family is so involved with his presidency. That's, that's nothing new. Jeb Bush helped out his brother a lot, along with his father, George Bush Sr., during the Bush administration. Um, you know, Michelle Obama brought in Obama meals and everything, and she basically acted like the self-anointed elite's queen. And then you go mm -hmm. back and l l let's look at what else you have. You have Hillary the first lady, she's pushing Clinton care or Hillary care. And then you go yep. way back. And what, what else do you see? You see, um, you know, the Kennedys, the Democrats don't have a problem with RFK, JFK's brother being um, being attorney general. And then you go back before that. And what else do you see? You see Woodrow Wilson's wife essentially in charge of the country. I mean, we have a history of families being involved with you know, whoever is the president being involved in their administration. Why do you think the the liberals are just focusing on this big thing? Because they keep saying, oh, it's wrong. It's creating an aristocracy. But you're telling me, I mean, the Clintons openly promoted an aristocracy. They said Chelsea will do this and Bill will fix yes. the economy and everything yes. else. I, I don't understand. Are they just stupid or are they actually ignorant? I think it's probably, I mean, a little bit of both. I think that they are just so up in arms and just hate Trump so much. They're going to find any little thing he does to cry about it and to, like I said, attack anybody who supports him. And I mean, if they look, yeah, like you said, look back at history. I bet you, I guarantee you, if anything, actually, I know this for a fact, if Hillary became president, 
Chelsea Clinton would have for sure been something in office to help her mom out or to help her family out. So the fact that they're getting up in arms about Trump doing the same thing, I mean, he trusts his family. Why wouldn't he want someone like that? He taught them well. They're successful people. I mean, they're pushing all these Russia things with, you know, Donald Trump Jr. But if you look back at what really happened, I mean, it was Obama's administration that allowed this Russian attorney to come back into the country when she wasn't supposed to. So it's just funny how they want to twist things around and turn them around to make Trump look like he's the bad guy. Yeah, just I constant. Mean, even when it comes to those Donald Jr. emails that he tweeted out, he didn't get anything out of it. He was talking to him. And as a person that has staffed, managed, and worked on campaigns, everyone does it. Hillary Clinton, her people were openly working with rioters to cause violence at Trump rallies. She was basically inciting domestic terrorism. And then you look prior to that, I mean, their definition of collusion is, have you ever been near a Russian? Have you ever said anything nice to a Russian? Have you you made eye contact with a Russian? If, If that's the CNN definition of collusion, then each time I go to the local deli here in Virginia, Northern Virginia, we have a strong immigrant community, then I guess if I ran for office, I I would be lying if I said I never colluded with Russians because the guy that makes my freaking sandwiches is freaking Russian. So would I be lying? I I, I just don't get it. The fake news. They're they're just – they have nothing. It used to mean something if you worked for CNN. If you said you worked for CNN, I'd think, okay, well, you're a person of a certain level of accomplishment and education and experience even though I know you have more of a left-leaning slant. But now you're you're no better than freaking – this is funny. The National Enquirer, because I know I know with with, yeah. Trump, with Trump's involvement with the National Enquirer. I mean, it means that you know it, you're nothing. You're basically like, um, oh, what like is it? The Buzz Onion, Feed, Buzzfeed, the, Buzzfeed, all of it. Yeah, all of it. Just the, the fake little media that spews out lies that makes like I mean, they they push their narrative. Is all they're doing is they're pushing a narrative. They don't report any any news whatsoever. And they've had recordings of people, the corruption in CNN that have come out. They're paid by the elite establishment, by George Soros himself. I mean, all these, even even Republicans have been put on the George Soros payroll. And people think George Soros is a conspiracy theory. No, he's not. There's so much information out there about the man and what he's done to other countries. And the fact that he was basically an ex-Nazi. And he's paying all these protesters, all these never-Trumpers to go out and to riot. I experienced it firsthand. I was actually terrified for my life at our anti-Sharia march. All we were doing was going out, marching with our American flags, chanting USA, and all of a sudden, all these left side, I call them anti-Americans, are running towards us to come attack us. They legit wanted, I, I felt like they wanted to kill us. They said they wanted to kill us. They said that we don't deserve to live, we're white supremacists, we're racist, all these things. And I know the leaders of these groups that are organizing these are on the George Soros payroll. It's come out that they are. I mean, Occupy Wall Street was entirely Soros-funded. People, all, mm-hmm. he, The money's there. All you need to look at it. It's like AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps is owned by Soros and all these other people. He just puts money into these little pocket organizations that come in and out like Acorn. They just come in and for a little bit, and then they disappear. The money's... The money always leaves a trail, though, and it always goes back to him. He's like Hydra from Captain America. Ugh. But Stephanie, we got uh, we got to hit our final commercial break. Then we'll go ahead and wrap up the show in our final segment, folks. The conversation continues. You're listening to the Remsa Republic. Hey, it's Jen Gray with the Leading Liberty Podcast, and you're listening to Remsa Republic. Visit RemsoRepublic.com for all available content. Hey guys, Tim Preuss here, and I wanted to take a minute and invite you to stop over to PreussPodcast.com and give our show a listen. We've got in-depth commentary on the issues that matter to you. These hookers. (laughs) 
fucking whores are out there. These They're... hookers, man, I tell you. Yeah, that's like the most contact I've had with the hooker. Is them them yelling at them you. yelling at me on Twitter. <laughs> we break down the most pressing issues of our time. This what? large lady with, like, tight clothing on. Not appropriately linked tight clothing either. And we get the most intelligent analysis from friends of ours like Jeffrey Tucker. Uh, you pulled over engine trouble and, and what happened, what happened? Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's, uh, oh, I, oh, God. Seriously, though, we love putting on a show that both entertains and educates. We're growing and we'd be thrilled if you joined us. Check out PreussPodcast.com for more. That's P-R-E-U-S-S Podcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to all the podcasts on the Libertarian Wing Media Podcast Network on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher, such as the Alex Merced cast, with interesting interviews with interesting people every week. Breaking progressives, spending time every week breaking down left-wing narratives and showing what's real and what's fake. Economics Why Not, a weekly look at economics and applying economic principles to daily life. Better Today, a weekly podcast where we take a look on ways to improve your life and be better today. Libertarian Comments is a podcast where we play audio from the video archives of Alex Merced from his videos dating back to 2008. Liberty Public Access, a podcast where anyone can submit an episode. Submit your episodes to Alex Merced at alexmerced.com. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast? Then subscribe to Podcasts and Logging Tips and Tricks, a weekly podcast about how to host your podcast, how to produce your podcast, and how to market your podcast. We'll be adding some monthly podcasts to the lineup soon, including Make Markets Free Again, a monthly look at what's going on in markets and regulation all over the world, and the Free VST podcast, looking at free VST instruments for electronic music producers. Listen to these podcasts by going to libertarianwingmedia.com or subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And if you enjoy the podcast, tell your friends and leave a positive review on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Well, hello again, America. It's me, Jeff Sessions. And I just thought that I would update you on what we in the Justice Department are doing for you. First off, we just passed a law that allows us to just have a little look-see, and you know, in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., to ensure that the metro rail system is safe. Now, I know you're thinking this goes against not just the intent, but the actual wording of the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, but that's only because you're reading it in English. You gotta squint your eyes and look at it like an ancient Sumerian text in the super secret part of the Constitution that we don't let you public read. So until next time, America, we're gonna keep you safe. Not free, safe. Because that's what really matters.
All right, everyone, welcome back. We've got a couple minutes back. I want to start wrapping things up. But, you know, Stephanie, earlier you talked about your uh, anti-Sharia march and everything else. You know, um, for those of those listening that have not heard of MAGA Nationwide, you guys are more than just a store that sells hats and shirts. You guys are an actual grassroots activist organization. So you want to take a minute to talk about what you guys do? Yeah, definitely. So with MAGA Nationwide, um, I actually joined me originally where we did the MAGA March, the nationwide uh, MAGA March that took place on March 25th. Um, I saw the group and I decided just to 25 years old, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to try it. And everything worked out. Um, and then it kind of turned into a the, the MAGA Nationwide. Um, Lorraine Bruno is the owner and she eats, sleeps and breathes MAGA Nationwide. She works her butt off every day always sending articles, always sending links. I'm going through and I'm, I'm up till four in the morning, most nights looking up information, trying to get the correct information out, doing research. We don't want to post things that, um, are fake news or that are, are, um, incorrect. We want to get the real facts out. We want people to get out in the streets, boots on the ground. We want people to go out and get the corrupt judges, get the corrupt politicians out of office, uh, which is what we try to do. We try to find leaders for each state to go through, either organize a rally, either a flag waving event or to go in. And, um, you know, there's a judge in Idaho that should not be judged. He allowed these little Muslim boys to be let free after they raped um, a little five year old girl. All they got was probation. So we're going through and we're we're fighting against those type of corruption situations. And we're trying to find people in each state to do the same as well. That's awesome. Because I mean, I, I hated it when during the 2016 election cycle, everyone was like, Oh, the, the tea party's dead. The tea party's dead. And for the most part, I mean, it is, I mean, the super PACs came in and people took advantage of the things that were, you know, making people excited. And then you had some political opportunists like Scotty Nell Hughes, who were, sleeping their way to get to Fox and CNN, all these other places. So because of a few bad people, because of a couple bad packs and organizations that did not have the interest of conservative values at the heart of it, you know, for the most part, conservatives and libertarians and people that want to just promote a better country, they, they were mm-hmm. left in the dust. And all that, you know, that really disappointed a lot of people. So from what I've seen from MAGA Nationwide, you guys, you guys aren't doing anything outrageous. You guys are just saying, hey, we're going to get here. We're going to make a stand. And the left rallies, we'll have a rally, but unlike them, we're not going to burn down the city. We're going to go and we're going to talk about some legislation, but we're not going to threaten to kill anybody. This is what the Tea Party was. It was everyday regular people saying, I'm going to get involved, even if it just means I'm going to wave a flag or I'm going to go ahead and talk to the press and tell them how I really feel. That's what the Tea Party was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And it all went violent, correct? Yeah. So with MAGA Nationwide, we're just more, and it's not even like a matter of conservatives, Republicans, or anybody else. It's more a matter of a pro-American, pro-America group is what it is, just trying to fight against the corruption, trying to expose the truth of what's going on, which we definitely have gotten death threats and threats from Black Lives Matter and other groups as well. Um, you know, they definitely don't like what we're doing. Um, we're not, I mean, like I said, we're not sending threats out to anybody. We have not threatened anybody. We obviously don't want Sharia law in our country. And that's all we, that's the only thing we've said that is anti, anti-Muslim. Nothing else has been anti-Muslim except for the situations going on that are truth. So um, when it comes down to it, as long as you're a pro-America and you're for America, then the MAGA Nationwide is for everybody. And if you're if you're anti-American, you probably shouldn't be living in America. Preach. Anyway, Stephanie, we've got to wrap up the show. If people want to connect with you online, learn more about MAGA Nationwide, how could they do so? 
So we have MAGAnationwide.com. You can go on there. We have the store on there. We have information. We have um, hashtag MAGAnationwide as a group. We have MAGAnationwide LLC as a public business page. And for myself, I do have my Stephanie Idol public figure page. Um, last name is spelled E-I-T-E-L. Outstanding. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on the program. Greatly appreciate your time, and hopefully we'll get you on soon in the future. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Folks, I want to just reiterate something. It's not good to be anti-Trump if you're not pro-liberty. You have to have a consistent pro-freedom message. When he does wrong, call him out, fight against it. But when he does good, keep the momentum going because we've been on the defense for so long. This time, freedom is charging forward. And I like to admit when I'm wrong, when it ultimately means that the country is doing better. We've got to be honest with ourselves. As always, tune in next week. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, all those places. And if you can't find the network or app or platform of your choice, we've got you covered. Go ahead and go to Remso Republic, R-E-M-S-O Republic.com forward slash podcast. And we've got everything there for you. A la carte. You could choose how you do it. App there, stream it there, download it here. We've got your back, folks, along with show notes with all our sponsors and other information that you might want to know about the show. As always... Take care of your neighbor. Go out and treat yourself a little bit and tune in next week. I'm Remso W. Martinez, America. Good night. Stay connected to Liberty's Rabble Rouser on Facebook and Twitter to stay up to date with the latest episodes, blogs, and other available content. What are you waiting for?